No one is allowed to stand. There's an amazing halacha. No one's allowed to stand in the Ayal Mayid when you do the Avaida in the Heichel and the Kaddish HaKadoshim. We're going to see in the Gemara. So, you would think he's now allowed to stand in the Azara when the Kayan is bringing the Keteris. The Pasuk says, you only now let us stay in the Ayol Mayed. The Ayol Mayed was the Heichel. And again, like we explained many times, the Beis HaMikdash was not the Azar. People get confused. The Beis HaMikdash was not the Azar. A person has a, a, a Chatzar, and then a person has like an area that surrounds in front of his house, and not in Chesterfield. There's other places that a person has a fence around his house, and then he goes up, and he walks to his house. So the Azar was the same thing. They had an Azar, there was a fence around, it was a hard bias too, but there was a fence around, that's where the Avayda took place, and the bias, the one that had the roof, was the Heichel. The Heichel had a roof. The Ulam, the Heichel, the that had a roof. So over here, the Halacha was, you would think that the Kayan and Manala to stand in the Azara when the Kayan is inside doing the Kitayas. The Pasuk says, Bayalmayad refers to the bias, the Heichel, that's what Bayalmayad refers to. Maybe it's only in the Midbar. Shilai, Mishkan Shilai, We're starting Shmuel today. For those that want to learn about Mishkan Shilai, four minutes a day you can sign up. We're starting today, Bez Hashem. Mishkan Shilai, Beisai Lam. Fascinating Mishkan. But Shilai, Beisai Lam, and how do you know Shilai? Mishkan Shilai, Beisai Lam, the Beisai Mikdash is called Beisai Lam because the Kedusha of the Beisai Mikdash lasted forever. So Mela, even today we have Kedusha's Beisai Mikdash. So Lachaya, how do you know it is an Isser to stand? in the Ayal Mayad or in the Heichal in Shile and Beis Elam because the Pasuk is referring to the Midbar. The Pasuk says Ba'kaidesh and Amelad includes any Makim Kaddish therefore no one is allowed to stand in a Makim Kaddish in the, uh, in the Heichal when the Kayan is doing the Kateris. Maybe it's only when he's doing Kataris. Bishas Matan Dominai. How do you know that even when he's doing the Zrikas Dab, we're gonna learn about they used to do Zrikas Dab on the on on the on Yom Kippur. How do you know no one's allowed to be there when he does it? When he comes in to be Mikhaper, nobody's allowed to be there. It's an amazing halacha. When you stand Shwan Asray, nobody's there. Not your business, not your not your emails, not the guy next to you, a person to have in Shmanasri, it's you and him, and that's it. When the Kaingodal comes into the base. There's nobody else is allowed to be there. Not Chazal say even Malachim are not allowed to be there. Chaladim, we mentioned this once because the pasuk in Yecheskel says that the faces of Malachim are the faces of Adam. And mainly even a Malach, there were no Malachim standing there. When you talk to the Bnei there's no Malachim as long as you feel like that. But like a person stands from Nazareth, it's you and him and nobody else. And if you keep it that way, he acts like that. But like upon the Allah is nobody else is allowed to be standing in the El when he does the Avodah. That's only when he comes in. How do you know when he's walking out, meaning the entire time that he's there? How do you know no one is allowed to intervene? That's why you're not to walk in front of Damish Manasseh. Because you're walking into the Kedush HaKadoshim. He's standing there talking to the Melech and you're just walking in front of him. Even when a person takes three steps back, right? We're saying over here, when a person's taking three steps back, he's leaving. He's leaving the Kedush HaKadoshim. You're not to walk in. You don't belong. It's his business. When you Davish Shmoneh it's your business. But now he's Davish Shmoneh saying, you're not allowed to cut in front of him. So Mele, you, how do you know? Until he goes out, the Pasuk says, you're not allowed to, no one's allowed to be in there from when he goes in until he goes out. 
There's a Pasuk in Pashat that the Pasuk says he should be for himself, for his bias, his mishpacha, and for the whole Klai Yisrael. We darshan kaparosoi kaidemes. We're going to skip the, the going skips to his next year. So, so we're going to go kaparosoi kaidemes le kaparos echav akarinim. Skip one line. His kapara comes before the karinim. The kapara, because really his kapara doesn't come before kapara's beisai. The kapara of the kain and the kapara of the kain's wife go hand in hand. When you are nisale, your wife is nisale also. People think, yeah, my wife. If your wife is not doing it, that means you're not doing it properly. When you do something properly, don't blame it on your wife. When you have a rutzin and you have a drive, your wife will follow along. Your wife is basically, if you really want to do it, it will happen. If you don't want to do it, that's a different story. But we all have to try to make the Ratzin and Bez Hashem, the Rebbein Shalom fulfills Ishik Sheya Oise Ritzoin Baila. But over here also, the Kapar of the Kain Gadol's bias, so to speak, his wife, went hand in hand with the Kain Gadol. So that, you can't say that his Kapar comes before his bias, his Kapar, because it didn't come before. It went together. But Kapar is basically, Kapar also Kedemus, the Kapar is the Kapar of the of the Kayin Gadol's house, of the Kayin in his house, came before Echav HaKarnim, the Kaparis Echav HaKarnim, Kardemes, the Kaparis Kol Kal Yisrael, and the Kapar of the Karnim comes before the Kapara of Kla Yisrael. You only see that My mashma. How in the world do you know that when the pasuk says no one's allowed to be there, that it's referring to the Kataris? Who told you? The pasuk doesn't say Kataris. The pasuk says When he comes in to do a kapara, no one's allowed to be there. Maybe he's talking about the dam. Who told you he's talking about the Kataris? The Gemara says an amazing thing. What's the drasha? That's what the Pesach says. He should be for himself, for his house, and for the whole Kalei Yisrael. Again, loy and the base is the same thing. The going takes out the word base. How do you know which kapara is equal? Everybody gets the same kapara because we mentioned, and we're going to learn it later, the kayanim and klayasol did not get the same kapara and yom kippur. The kayanim got the kapara by the par, with the par of the kayan gadol. The Yisrael got the kapara with the sara mishtaleach. That was their kapara. There was a different kapara between the kayanim and klayasol. So if the Pasuk says, Obviously we're talking about the Kapara, that everybody's equal. Which Kapara on Yom Kippur was everybody equal? The Gemara says an amazing thing. Kitaris was a Kapara that worked for everybody. So that's how you know. Let's get let's get the cheshbon. That's how you know that we're talking about kataris because the pasuk says when the kain gadol goes in to bring a kapara for the whole for him for his kainim and for the whole klal yisrael, no one's allowed to be there. What's a kapara? That's for him, the kainim and the whole klal yisrael. Obviously, it's the kataris because the kataris was the only kapara that was done that was equal with everybody. Everybody got an equal kapara on the kataris. We learn from a Pasuk that Kataris is Mechaper, Shenem Avitin is a Kataris, Vayechaper Alam. The Pasuk says by Arnakayan that he gave the Kataris and he was Mechaper on Klal Yisrael when there was a Magaifa on Klal Yisrael. Parshas Kayach, 
Aaron Akayim brought Ketayas, and he was Mechaper. Ve'etana Devera Bishmael. Alma Ketayas Mechaperes. What is Ketayas Mechaperon? The most Chashiv Avaida. The Zayar Kaddish says that the most Chashiv Avaida we have today is Ketayas. That's why the Zayar Kaddish is Mayrich. How a person should say Ketayas. person says Ketayas is Eichet Ashiris, is Eichet Alabrachis. But what? What was the godless of Ketayas? What was Ketayas Mechaperon? We would say Avaida Zayar, Echveis Gilei Rais, Shrikas Dama, terrible of Chilul Shabbos. Zayar Tigemar, no. Alma Ketayas Mechaperes, Aloshin Haya. That's what Kitayas was mechaper. The Kain Gadol had to walk into the Kaddish Hakadosh and mechaper on what? On something that many people don't even consider an aveya. Aloshin Hara. And the Gemara says, Why? How do you know that? Yavai Davar Shebechashoi. Something that's quiet. The Kitayas was quiet. Didn't make any noise. Vichaper. It should be mechaper on something that took place in private. And again, you see an amazing thing. What's the kapara of Ketayas? Every other kapara had a kapara for Kayanim, had a kapara for Klai, so there were different kaparas. Ketayas was the only kapara that everybody was in it together. That's the kapara of Lashon The reason why people speak Lashon is because it's me, it's my neighbor, it's my friend, it's my rav, it's my colleague, it's my business, my boss. When a person realizes we're all in this together, Chaveyim call Yisrael, then you don't talk Lashon You don't talk Lashon about your brother, hopefully. But Agabana, hopefully we don't. So Mela, why? Because we feel a kesher. The Mela, the Ketayas, brought the Gans Klaius all together. That was the Kapara of Ketayas. And the Zaira says an amazing thing. What does the word Ketayas mean? The Zaira says Ketayas is a lotion of kesher. The way you say kesher in Aramis is katir, Ketayas. He says because Ketayas brings everything together. And that's the reason why Ketayas brings Ashiras. Ketayas brings all bracha, the Zaira says, because Ketayas is a makasher. And when you learn the Gemara and Yumadah, from Dalar Menav, you understand it because the Gemara says Ketayis is mechaper on the whole Klai Yisrael as opposed to the other Kabbalists which are only mechaper on certain parts of Klai Yisrael. <clears throat> the Mishnah says, Parshin You have to go keep away from between the Ulam and the Mizbech. Right? There were different places. Bez Hashem, we are going to learn, we are going to know Miseches Kalim in Yerushalayim Yerakaydash, one Mishnah a day. We're middle of Kelayim, not to be confused. The different Kalim is a Mishnah. We're going to get there. Bez Hashem, we did Peah, we did Demai. We will get to Kalim, Bez Hashem, one Mishnah a day. But Bez Hashem will get there. And we learn Mishnah's Kalim. Right in the beginning of Mishnah's Kalim, there's a Mishnah that brings the different Madragas in Kedusha in this world. And the Mishnah counts out different Madragas. And one of the Madragas are when you walked into the Azara. There was a place called the Ezra Yisrael, was, which was for us common folk. Then there was a place called the Ezra Kayanim, which was for Rebruven Hakayin and Abshia Hakayin. And then there was, after the Ezra Kayanim, there was the Mokim before the Mizbeach, which was for Avaida. And then there was Bein Ha'ulam, Ulam Mizbeach, between the Mizbeach and the Heichal. Then there was the Ulam, the Heichal. It went up and up and up. So the Gemara says, are you allowed to stand in this place called Bein Ha'ulam, the Mizbeach, when he's being mocked at a Ketayas. We said, you're not allowed to stand in the, in the, in the Heichel. Are you allowed to stand in this Kaddish area called Ben Ha'ulam Lemizbech? So the Gemara says like this. It's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, no, you have to move away Ben Ha'ulam Lemizbech at the time of Haktayah. The only time you now let us stand between the Ulam and the Mizbeach is when you're being Maktir Kitiris 
on the Mizbech. This halacha applied even when you be marked to Keteris on the Mizbech. When you brought Keteris on the Mizbech HaPnimi, the halacha is no one is allowed to be standing between the Ulam and the Heichel. Let's just picture it in our minds because the Mizbech HaPnimi was right in the beginning, towards the middle, well, the beginning, the middle of the Ulam, the Heichel. So, Mel, if you're going to be standing between the Ulam and the Mizbech, there's a Cheshash that you might make a mistake and walk into the Heichel. So, Mel Chazal said, no, you're not, allowed to, not only you're not allowed to stand in the Heichel, you're not allowed to even stand between the Ulam and the Mizbech. That's the halacha. Very interesting halacha. People don't know this. When you're being mocked there, every day they brought Keteris twice. Once in the morning, once in the afternoon. When they brought Keteris, they used to say, okay, everyone has to scatter. No one's allowed to be around from the Ulam to the Mizbech and and, and, and in front, everyone has to be standing behind the Mizbech when the Kayan walked in to do Keteris. It's an amazing thing. And again, this separates the men from the boys. If you really know these halachas, that means you obviously sat and took the time to learn them. So the Mishnah says like this. So the Mishnah says you have to be Poyrish Bishas Haktara. Rabbi Laza says it's only when you're being marked in the Hechel. Avel Bishas Haktara Dilifnao Lifnim. When the Kayin Gadel goes in on Yom Kippur, there was only one time a year he went in. When he goes in on Yom Kippur and he's being marked in Lifnao Lifnim, there's no Isser to be standing between the Ulam and the Mizbech. He now will stand in the Hechel, but there's no Isser to be standing between the Ulam and the Mizbech when the Kayin Gadel is busy Lifnao Lifnim. An amazing thing. The Mara explains. You have to keep out of the Hechel. Maybe an Ulam Parshi, do not have to keep out from between the Ulam and the Mizbech. This is what Rabbi Lazar said. Rabbi Lazar the Amira, this was his statement. Some say Kedi, Kedi is name of Amaya. He asked the Kasher, just like you keep out from between Ulam and the Mizbech when you're being Maktik Tayyas, Kach. Parshim, Vishas, Mata, and Parakoyin Mashiach. When you bring what's called the Parakoyin Mashiach, which is if the Kohen Gadol doesn't have era, he brings a special par called the Parakoyin Mashiach, and those Zrikas are done in the Heichal. So you have to keep out when they're doing Mata and Parakoyin Mashiach, who par Helam Davishal Tzibur, when the whole Tzibur doesn't have era, Bez Hashem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Mesaches Hirius in Yerushalayim, Yer Kadesh. And over there we're going to learn. All about par halam davish al tzibur, very interesting concept. Everyone thinks hayri is only 13 blot. It's an easy masechta. Hayri is a very difficult masechta, but not for us. But for some people, it's very difficult. But anyway, par halam davish al tzibur, usiri avaydis kechavim, when klayis or achmonsan did avayd desire, they would bring a special sire. So all these avaydis were done in the heichal, and therefore you're not allowed to be between the ulam and the mizbeach at the time of these avaydis. This is Rabbi Yaisi talking. If you're telling me that you now stand between the Ulam and the Mizbech when you're doing Zrika and the Hechel, so what's the Milo of the Hechel over Bein Ulam and Mizbech? If they're all the same Kedusha, what's the Milo? From the Hechel, you have to keep out Bein Bishas Haktara, Ubein Shalai Bishas Haktara. Whether you're being Maktir or whether you're not being Maktir. Now, it doesn't mean whether you're not being Maktir. It means whether you're not being Maktir in the Hechel, you're being Maktir Lafnal Lafnim. We'll see it in a minute. But the Gemara says in the Hechel, yeah, have to keep out whether it's the Zman of Akhtar, whether it's not the Zman of Akhtar. When we've been old on the Mizbech, between them the Mizbech, ain't Parshim, Ela, Bishas, Haktara. You only have to keep out when the Kayan is actually being mocked here, then you have to keep out So the Gemara wants to know what does the mean? The Basi is saying is less Chomer than the Heichal, because the Heichal you have to keep out even when you're not being mocked here. You have to keep out, you only have to keep out when you're being mocked here. What are you 
previously, Bashas Haktara Mia Parshi. But at the time of Haktara, you have to keep out between the Ulam and the Zbech, my la Bishas Haktara de Lufna Lufnim. The Gemara thought that it meant when the Kohen Gadol goes in Lefna Lefnim, you have to keep out from Beinu Ulam Lemezbech. So it's a Kash and Abelaz. Abelaz just finished saying when the Kohen Gadol goes Lefna Lefnim, there's no Din that you have to keep out Beinu Ulam Lemezbech. The Din is only in the Heichal. And L'chayar Biyasi seems to say that even Bishas Haktar de Lefna Lefnim, you're Mechoyev to keep out. No, we mean to say that Bishas Haktar of the Heichal, the Allah is you have to keep out And the Mila is that the Heichal you have to keep out, in the Heichal you have to keep out, Bain Bishas Haktar, Bain Shalai Bishas Haktar, Bain you don't. I think Mara is going to explain. This is the only Milo that you're able to find between the Heichal and the Ulam and the Mizbech. I have a Milo. The Ulam Heichal Parashi. From the Heichal, you have to be Parish. Whether you're being marked in the Heichal, no one's allowed to be standing there. Whether you're being marked in the Kaddish HaKadoshim, also no one's allowed to be standing there. But we just said, you only have to be Parish when you're doing the Kataris in the Heichel, not the Kataris, so why don't you list, you're trying to list a Maila of the Heichel over Ben Ulam's Bech. I have a very simple Maila. In the Heichel, you have to leave when he's doing the Shekadashim, and in the Ulam's Bech, you don't have to. Zatimar, that's what it means. Hakatani Yalashabehechal Parshim Bay Mishasaktara Ubain Shalai Bishasaktara Ubain Ulumizbeach and Parshim Alabishasaktara. That is the Milo. That's the Mishnah means. The Mishnah means by Behechal, your Pyrish Bain Bishasaktara, meaning whether it's the Haktar of the Hechal, Bain Shalai Bishasaktara, whether it's not the Haktar of the Hechal, it's the Haktar of the Kashakadashim, you have to keep out of the Hechal. You're not allowed to stand in the Hechal when the Kangodal is doing Kataris in the you only have to keep out meaning only the haktar of the heichel. But which means not the haktar of the heichel, the haktar of Kaidish Kadashim, you do not have to keep out. Let's get it very clear. So Abelazah said like this When the Kayan went into the heichel and he did Kataris, you have to keep out of the heichel, you have to, everyone has to move away. When he went to the Kaidish Kadashim on Yom Kippur to Imai to the Kataris, then there was no roll call, everybody get out. You only have to keep out of the Heichal, but you were allowed to stand. It's not so close up. I have another parshi From the Heichal, you have to keep away. Kedusha means when you're being Zarek the Dam. Whether you're being Zarek the Dam in the Heichal, Whether you're being Zarek the Dam in the Kurdish Kadashim. According to Abelazar, not only does this halacha apply to Kataris, but when you're doing Hazar Sadam, the Isser to stand between the Ulam and the Mizbech is only if you're doing Hazar Sadam in the Heichal. When you're doing Hazar Sadam, like we're going to see later, there were two Hazais. One was in Kurdish Kadashim, one was in the Heichal. When you do the Hazar in the Kurdish Kadashim, there is no din that you have to keep out. So why doesn't the Mishnah list that? By the Heichal, you have to keep out, even if you're doing Hazar in the Kurdish Kadashim. You only have to keep out if you're doing Hazar in the Heichal. It's all one prisha, and once we say that you have to be parish for Kataris, it includes for the 
for the matandam, and Amel, that's the Maskanas Gemara that the Isser to stand. So if someone stops you in the street and says, Is there ever a time that you're not allowed to stand in the base of Mikdash? A Kayan is not allowed to stand in the base of Mikdash. The answer is yes. If the Kayan is doing any Avaida, well, not, not Menayah, but if he's doing Kitayas or he's doing Zrikas Dam, the Allah is nobody's allowed to be in the Heichal, nobody's allowed to be in even Beinulam Lemizbech. If he's standing in the Lefnar Lefnim on Yom Kippurim, when he's standing in the Kredash HaKadashim, then no one's allowed to be standing in the Heichal, whatever he's doing in there, whether it's Kataris, whether it's Dam, no one's allowed to be standing in the Heichal, but the Kayanim are allowed to stand in Beinulam Lemizbech when he is in the Kredash HaKadashim. Omar, skip the line, Omar. The Gemara says, just like the Pasuk says, you have to keep away when he's doing the Avayid of Yom Kippur. Also, other Avayidis, Parka and Mashiach, this is not a Yom Kippur, this is a regular all day, all, all year round. You have to keep out when they're doing Avayidah in the Heichel. Minolan, how do you know? Amr Pedas, Asya, Kapara, Kapara, Nyema Kippurim. You learn Kapara, Kapara from Yom Kippur. That's how you know this halacha. And you see something very interesting. Abel his father's name was Pedas. So in the Pedas family house, they were busy with this halacha. So Pedas said one halacha about this, and Abel said the halacha, his son said the halacha on Memdalad Amenalf. That's what they were busy with in, the, in these Avaid, in keeping away from the, from the, from the Heichal, Bishas Avaidah. We see from here that the Mishnah in Kalim, all the different Milas that are listed in the Mishnah in Kalim, are Dairaisa Dika Milas. The difference between the different places in the Harabayas and the Kurdish Kadashim and the Heichal and the Ulam, these are all Dairaisa Dika Dinim. We're not dealing with Dirabadan, we're dealing with Dairaisas. How do you know? We have What's his Raya? If you're going to tell me these Milas are only why do we answer only between the Ulam and the Mizbech? Maybe we have to be afraid that you're going to walk into the Heichal. So maybe we tell you, you know how to go between the and the We should be, we should tell everyone to get out of the whole Azara. Maybe you'll end up going between the Ulam and the Mizbech. If you're telling me, all, all spaces we're created equal. There's no halachic difference between the Hazara and between the Ulam and the Mizbech. So why would Chazal make some random, uh, generic, uh, some random halacha that between the Ulam and the Mizbech, that you're not understand. But the rest of the Hazara you are. If there's no halachic difference between the Ulam and the Mizbech and the rest of the Hazara, there's no logical reason why Chazal should differentiate. Obviously, there's a deraisadika difference, and a male of the Chazal came along and they said, In this Kedusha, you're not allowed to stand. In this Kedusha, you are allowed to stand. So the Gemara is proving that obviously there's a difference between the Kedushas, or else there's no reason why we should differentiate. Zahatti Gemara, no, even if it's the Rabbanan. Zahatti Gemara, you know why? I skipped a line. Between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, so the reason, really, it's all the same Kedusha. Why did Chazal only put the Isser between the Ulam and the Mizbeach? Because between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, there's a Chashash that you might walk right into the Ulam. There's nothing significant separating you from the Ulam. So we're afraid if you're going to be playing around over there, not playing around, standing there, we're afraid you might walk in, Bishas Avaid. 
Avoida. But the rest, so that, that's why Chazal answered. But the rest of the Azara, Azara, Kiman Dikim is Bech, Achitzain, Demafsik, Minkrem, also. When you're standing behind the Mizbech, you see this huge Mizbech in front of you. There's no Cheshash that you're going to pass the Mizbech and walk Bein Ulam the Mizbech. That means Chazal only made Xerah when it made sense. So you're right. Really, all the halachas are the same. But the Raisa, there's no halachic difference between Bein Ulam the Mizbech and the rest of the Azara. There's no halachic difference. The reason why Chazal made a difference is because it, it makes sense. Bein Ulam the Mizbech is very easy to walk into the Echel. But to walk from behind the Mizbech, there's no such Cheshash because no one's going to pass the Mizbech. And the Melo, that's why Chazal did not make such exerah. We actually had this in the beginning of Meseches Erevin. In the beginning of Meseches Erevin, and we're learning it now, Rabbi Yisai, five minutes a night. Do you show me? We started Meseches Erevin, so we chazed it. But there's a machlaikis where you learn out the how high a kaira could be. And the Gemara had a machlaikis to learn it from the Ulam, to learn it from the Heichal. And the Gemara had a discussion over there. Is the Kedusha of the Ulam, the Ulam was like the antechamber in front of the Heichal. Is the Kedusha of the Ulam and the Heichal the same Kedusha? So the Gemara says, we see from here that it's the same Kedusha. Why? If you want to say the Ulam and the Heichal were different Kedushas, Ulam Gufeg Zeir. The Ulam itself was Xerah. Meaning we, the reason why you're not standing in the Ulam, is only Xerah the Rabbanan, because the Ulam is not part of the Heichal. So the Ulam itself is Xerah. The Anekom and Xerah, 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 doesn't make sense. We should answer between the Ulam and the Mizbech if the Ulam itself is not part of the Heichal. So Midirai say you're allowed to stand in the Ulam. So why would Chazal say, you know, not only you're not allowed to stand in the Ulam, you're also not allowed to stand between the Ulam and the Mizbech. No, that's Xerah, Xerah. We're not going to push you so far back. That wouldn't make sense. Obviously, the Ulam and the Heichal is one Kedusha. That's what the Gemara is assuming. The Gemara says like this. No, you're right. The Heichal and the Ulam could be two Kedushas. But why do we make Xerah? Because the Kedusha of the Ulam has the same halachic status as the Kedusha of Bein Ulam Lemizbech. So the whole area from the Mizbech through the Ulam was considered one big area. And Amelah Chazal said that area is all off limits. Now there's a lot of them, we're going to see Be'ez HaShem Mesechus Vachem, there's a lot of Afkaminas if, if the Ulam is considered separate from the Heichal or not, it's a big discussion in the Gemara. But here the Gemara is saying there's no Raya if it's one Kedusha or two Kedushas. Every day he would shovel with a silver pan, and today he would shovel with a gold pan. On the moment of Klayasol, they didn't want every day you should shovel with a golden pan. You're going to ruin it. So the Chazal said, use a silver pan. Today he would just use a gold pan. Because the Kohen Gadol is weak. We don't want to make it complicated for him. Every day he would shovel with a four kav and pour it into a three kav and the, and the coals would fall on the ground. A kav of gechalim would fall on the ground. You would sweep it into the ama. The ama was the stream that ran through the base of Mikdash. That was the garbage system over there. So they would sweep it into the stream and they would push it out of the base of Mikdash. The one b'risa says kav. That one kav fell. Another b'risa says two kav and fell. So if you say it's a kav, it's going according to the abadon. Because the abadon say you shovel in four. 
you pour it into three, so you're left with one kav falling on the floor. But if you say two kav, it's not there. Abana Abana say only one kav fell. It's not Abyasi, because Abyasi said that three kav and fell. Abyasi said you shovel with six kav, with a saw, which was six kav, and you pour it into three kav. So three kav and fell. So this Bryce that it says two kav is the Chari, not like anybody. He says, you took a shovel with kabayim into the Azara, into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that's why two kav fell. So you shoveled with a four kav and you poured it into a two kav. So Mela two kav and fell. That's one shot. That says you pour from a six kav into a three kav. So the higher three kav should fall. Why did only two kav fall? The Gemara says something very interesting which we had a few times. Every day he would shovel with a saw midbaris, which was a certain size, which a saw midbaris is when they got to Yishalayim, they made the Shurim bigger. So a Samit Baris was smaller than a Sa Yerushalmi. So when you shoveled with a Samit Baris, you would pour into a three Kav Yerushalmi. The difference between a Samit Baris and three Kav Yerushalmi is only two Kav. So Mel, that's the reason why it says two Kav. Really, we're going like a Yaisi, and it's only two Kav because you used to shovel from six Mid Baris to three Yerushalmi. Every day the the uh, pan was heavy and today it was light. Every day the uh, walls and the bottom of the pan was very thick. And today it was soft. Now the reason why they usually made it thick is that it shouldn't melt away every time you shoveled out coals with it. But today they wanted the Kayangado to have an easier time. So therefore they, uh, they, they made it very thin. Every day it was short. Today it was long. That his arm should help support. That's the reason why they made it long. A very interesting concept. Rashi learns niashtik means that there was like a ring that was on top of this keli in order that there should be a noise when he comes in the Pasuk says, His voice should be heard, his noise should be heard in order when he comes into the Kaddish HaKadoshim. So Rashi learns that every day they didn't have this, this, uh, this, this thing that made noise. But today, Today they had this uh, ring that was connected to it that would bang around and would make noise. That's what Ben Askan says. Tyson disagrees. Tyson says, Niashtik is a kind of glove that he used to hold because it was hot. So he used to hold a certain kind of, used to wear a certain kind of glove. So today they had that glove. This Harashi learns that they, it made noise. Every day there was green gold. Shiva zehavim heim. There are seven kinds of gold. Zahav, uzahav taiv, uzahav oifir, uzahav mupaz, uzahav shachot, uzahav sagor, uzahav prime. These are the seven kinds of gold that exist in the world. Zahav v'zahav taiv d'chsev v'zahav ha'aretz ha'hi taiv. The Pasuk says the gold of that nation, of that land is taiv. For those that are learning Chumash for life, we're going to get there very soon, Mitzvah Hashem. The gold of that area was taiv. 
Zahav Oifir, what does it mean, Oifir? To Asimi Oifir, it came from the area called Oifir, and Be'ez HaShem we're going to get to where Oifir is, Shleim HaMelech, got special things in this area called Oifir. Zahav Mupaz, what does that mean? Shedoime Lepaz, it's comparable to Paz, Paz, it's very shiny, very pure gold. So this Zahav Mupaz is comparable to Paz. Zahav Shachot. What does it mean? Shachot. Shenitve Kechot. It can be spun like a string. It's very, very, very fine gold. Zahav Sagor. What does it mean? Zahav Sagor. Bishah When they open up Shap to sell this gold. Kalach Anuyais Niskaris. Everybody else. All the other stores closed, which is an amazing thing. And all you have a person that says something that's so smart that everybody else that's standing around him, they could all add their two cents. But Lamaisa, it's all bottle. This is what call Hachanuya so to speak. When you say when you have a zach, when you're selling something that's insurmountably greater than everything else that's on the market, so everything else closes up shop in front of this thing that's called Zahav Sagor. Zahav Prime Shadaimiladam Hapoyim. It's a Zav. It's gold that looks like the blood of a par. That's like the reddish gold that they had on Yom Kippur. That was the most chashiva gold. Ravashi Amar really chamishahein. Really, there's only five kinds of gold. The cholchad vechad ispe zahav uzahav taiv. Each one has a zahav and then zahav taiv. Each one has two different levels of that kind of gold. Tanin amihachi b'cholim hayazahav ayark. Every day the gold was green. V'hayayim edaim. Today it was red gold. V'haynu zahav prime shadoime ledam haparim. It looks like the blood of cows. That was very very chashiva. Gold, that was the most expensive gold that exists in the Bria. I guess white gold today is either a hoax or for some, maybe it's one of these golds.